Well, Jono Peatman, welcome to Heart in the Home. Uh, Jono's a great friend of mine. Uh, we, we love the Peatmans, a lot of hanging out with the Peatmans. Um, so Jono, um, do you want to introduce yourself, tell us a bit about you, what you get up to uh, normally, even during COVID, you're doing some of it, I suppose. Uh, but what, what do you do for a day job? What are some of your other responsibilities? Yeah, for sure. It's great to be with you guys. Thanks so much for having me me on today. Um, I, I'm called Jono. Uh, I live with my wife, Amy, and my daughter, Ava. We live in Hesham. Um, and uh, we've, yeah, we've, we've lived in this area for, for a while. We're, we've been around uh, a few different churches. We've been at, at Hesham Free Methodist in the past, which is where we, we know um, Dan and Becky from, and we, we've, re, we've remained great friends, as Dan said. Um, currently, I work for St. Thomas's Church in Lancaster. Um, so I'm worship pastor there. So I head up everything kind of musical and technical there. I also run the local um, Christians Against Poverty Debt Centre. Um, so we're a debt counselling service. So we work with people who are struggling financially um, and we provide light and life and hope into those situations that can seem um, lifeless and hopeless at times. Um, so that's a little bit about who I am and what I do. Um, I'm a Liverpool fan as well for my sins. Um, so we'll see what happens this season. Um, but I, I, I enjoy sport. I enjoy, um, yeah, we, we like going to the cinema when the cinema's open, um, not in COVID season. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a little bit about us. All sounds great, apart from being a Liverpool fan. Um, we can't help some things, uh, unfortunately. Um, you also like to play a bit of FIFA, um, probably evenly matched, although yeah. we've enough FIFA recently. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how are you coping with COVID-19? Obviously, normally uh, with CAP and with, with uh, working for St. T's, you'd be out and about quite a bit and um, not probably in the home that much in some respects. You'd probably be going out quite a bit, especially with CAP doing visits and that sort of thing. So how are you coping being at home? Uh, Amy and uh, Ava are there as well. How's it, how's it going? Yeah, certainly the, the initial transition has been um, quite a, a crunching gear change. Um, so all of the work that I would normally do with CAP, we go and visit people in their homes, which is obviously not possible. Um, and a lot of the work I do at church is normally done on site there, which again is not possible. So we've managed to kind of retain all the core elements of what we're doing, but we've just had to completely rethink um, and reshuffle the way that works, um, which has been painful initially. And there's stuff that we had to lay down um, and plans that we personally had to lay down as well. And, you know, not seeing family, you know, Ava's only six months old and, you know, her she's now at a stage where we'd love to be able to share that with the extended family so that's been really challenging and has caused us to yeah to, to ask some questions you know in, in terms of you know why, why is this happening and and what's going on um but yet we've still seen god do some incredible stuff through this season as well um and you know we as, as i know you guys have have been reaching more more people and more households um by doing stuff online than we than we ever have kind of in person yeah, yeah. so I think that's actually causing us to both for cap and for for church to kind of rethink you know what what from this season although it's kind of been forced upon us and we wouldn't necessarily have chosen it um what's the good stuff that we can actually retain and carry into the way that we would normally do church where we normally do life the way we normally do work you know I think the the kind of slowing down process has actually been really healthy people spending more time um or having the opportunity to spend more time with family you know I know for some people that's been a real challenge and it's been a real strain on relationship but I think getting off the kind of rat run that life can be um a lot of the time and just having space to reflect you know we found ourselves eating around the dinner table more than we normally do we've you know we've had evenings together which um 
with the, the nature of the work that we do, we don't often have. So there have definitely been pros and cons, but we, we, we're trying to see kind of light through it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I have to say one of the things that uh, we've been enjoying as a family is actually having a roast dinner on a Sunday. Like normally working for church, like trying to have a roast dinner is just like, there's not even, there's not even worth trying really because everything just takes so long. By the time you're back from church, you're not eating until like half through the afternoon. And uh, we have an evening service at our sort of mother church at Hesham. So we go straight, sort of getting back and then we're going back to the evening service. So having a nice roast dinner, uh, perfecting a roast dinner has been pretty good um but yeah so this evening i sort of got before i get john on one because he's, a, he's a, a great friend and uh doing some great stuff but also just because actually even ever since i've known jono uh sort of probably about five years probably around now um actually jono has been through some great highs there's been some awesome stuff that's been going on in jono's life but also there's been some sort of significant valleys and some challenges that i suppose you've journeyed through so i just wonder if you could share it share a bit about that and we're going to be maybe delve into that a little bit and what God's taught you through that. How have you, how have you, um, how's your faith helped you uh, in that season? Um, and what sort of come out of that? So yeah, if you want to just share a bit about, yeah, how, uh, what's, what's gone on in your life, what's going on it's sort of, uh, as well as the, maybe the, the valleys that you've experienced personally as a family, um, it'd be great to hear a bit about that. Yeah. So I, I suppose, a lot of the way that I now sort of describe my faith journey, which I know is a very Christian thing to say, but like my, my, my kind of faith journey has been around loss and bereavement. Um, and for us, that's obviously something that you, you would never predict. It's something that you'd never want, but actually for us, that's been something that's been really pivotal to our, to our story. And something that I, I always say is that faith only for me anyway, has only really become real when, um, life challenges what you're standing upon and and where your your foundations are um so we had um yeah a, a really challenging time really since since me and amy got married in 2015 um a, f- a few weeks before our, our wedding my mum received a, a cancer diagnosis um she's only in her early 50s at the time um and um it was unclear exactly what that would entail. We, we knew it wasn't good news, but we weren't sure exactly on timescales. We weren't sure exactly on the severity. Um, and so we, we kind of lived with that um, as you know, we, we went away on honeymoon with her starting her treatment. Um, and uh, then almost exactly 12 months to the day, um, we, um, we had the news that, that she passed away. Um, we were actually able to, as a family, be, be with her when that happened. Um, but we, um, yeah, we, that's been a, a kind of pivotal part of our, of our story. And I've weirdly off the beginning of our marriage as well, you know, for, for us being married for that first year, um, it, it probably put a bigger test on our marriage than some people would have in, in, their, in their whole lifetime yeah, yeah. and kind of living through that. It caused us to question all sorts of stuff. You know, my mum, um, had an amazing faith journey herself. She was one of the first females ordained in the CV. Um, mm-hmm. She's a kind of pioneer in that in that area, um, and um, she did some incredible work with churches together, um, with ecumenical stuff, with um, developing messy church across the northwest region of of the UK. Um, and you know, it, it caused us to question all sorts of stuff. Why has this happened? And how do we kind of rationalise a God that's good against? that happening you know why did it have to be here um and all that kind of stuff and the thing that that i feel that that god taught me in that season um was that he can intervene in a way that no one else can 
that actually often at that time um, people wanted to say things to us and try and offer comfort and try and you know some people said some really helpful stuff some people said some really unhelpful stuff as can often happen in those in those times but actually for us God spoke into that situation and into our um, emotional state into our grief into our um, questioning in a way that no one else can and I think it's it's at those points in your life where really you, you either go one way or the other um, and for, for us we threw everything we had at at God and you know he he took it all and he's actually made something beautiful from it and there are still people that talk about um, different significant faith experiences they had through the latter days of my mum's life um, there was there's someone who actually felt a call into Christian ministry at her funeral that that was the point at which they felt a call into that which she'd have just Absolutely been delighted rammed. about which, which was uh, yeah there, there wasn't a seat to be found in the building and 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 actually there were there's some beautiful things that that happened out of that brokenness and I think God God's the only person as we know that can take something broken and make it truly beautiful and that's not to say that we wouldn't have wanted mum back, absolutely, you know, and particularly, um, you know, we, we've not had an, an easy journey getting to a, a point of having a family either. That's been a real challenge for, for us. Um, you know, we're, we're quite open about the fact that it's, it's taken IVF for us to, to get to a place where we, we have Ava after lots of heartache and um, pain and um, struggle and time in hospital and all sorts of stuff in, in the run up to that. Um, and of course, you know, my, my mum would have been the best grandma ever, as I'm sure everyone would say about their own mum. But, um, you know, and, and it's not to say that, that we don't want that, but actually God's still done something beautiful in that and actually in the life of, of Ava as well, where we can kind of, it's almost like looking through, through a picket fence where you don't see the sun all the time, but actually every now and again, as you, as you get to one of the gaps in the fence, you just see a, a burst of light breaking in. And actually, even in the darkness, we can still see that there is hope and there is light. Um, so I suppose for, for me, as a musician and as someone creative, um, I it was probably about two or three years ago now where I first had this kind of idea about, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to bring something musical and creative yeah, from yeah. this as something that can... Um, hopefully speak into other people's lives if not necessarily if they're struggling with the same stuff as us but actually I think sometimes there's something in your own processing and your own faith journey through a particular scenario that by vocalizing it um, can kind of unlock stuff for other people to to process and access stuff that maybe they've never been able to give word to themselves so I, I started writing a song and I involved a few of the people within the kind of creative process of, of kind of crafting it and making it right um, it's called Christ the Rock um, and uh, it's available on all uh, good music platforms, um, and uh, I'll, I'll play it for you a little bit later on, um, and it's also out on YouTube as well, if you're on YouTube or, or streaming services and stuff, if, if you want to refer to it another time, I'll send it to other people. But really, that's my, that's my journey, of actually, when it feels like everything around is shaking, when it feels like everything around is kind of crumbling away, when what you once had your feet firmly placed on is falling, you know, falling apart. You know, when I think back to our kind of childhood times, you know, you think your parents are invincible, you know, you think yeah. they're always going to be there. And, um, and, and actually when that's, when that's shaken, like it, it, it made me suddenly reassess what is it that I'm standing on? 
and is what I'm standing on going to shake as well? And the thing that I've learned through my story and, and this process is that actually Jesus is the only, um, the, the only person who will not shake when other things around us shake. That actually in, in Jesus, we can put our whole trust, we can put our whole um, future, we can put our whole lot of dreams and plans and aspirations and, um, and, and he, can, he can hold those. And it doesn't necessarily mean it all turns out the way that we envisage it turning out, but we can allow him and invite him into that. And he can turn something that, uh, that looks broken into something beautiful. Um, so that's a little bit of where the, the kind of story yeah. of Christ the Rock came from. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And I think actually um, during this season, I think that's one of the things we, we know I've noticed the most that actually, and I think people around us, I think everything's being shaken up because no longer all the things that we sort of thought were secure, like my job, like I've got a permanent job. I know that's not the case for everybody. So jobs are fine. Everything's fine. Or, or as we, we never before have seen that suddenly we have to, we are confined to our homes. And I know lockdown's easy, but we would never have seen some of the things to take for granted. Like, for me, I was looking forward to a cricket season. Like, I, we've been netting all winter and we we're ready to go. And then suddenly, just before, like two weeks before the cricket season starts, we get locked down. I'm like, oh, gutted. Or, or some of the things you take for granted, the plans, like we were going to go on holiday together. Like, there's so many plans that yeah. uh, um, you, you, we have and so many things that we hold secure. Finance suddenly becomes this thing that for, for many people now, being furloughed or losing jobs or... Uh, or even just going to the shop. We t- like before we just go to the shop and we think twice about. It. Now we queue and so many things just get shaken. And actually, what's holds secure for me? I, I know and um, for you as well that it's where do we turn? And that's what we spoke about this at the last time at home a little bit. But where do you turn in a time of crisis? Um, do we just turn to our own sort of self-help? Um, and some of that stuff's good, but or do we actually turn to prayer? Do we turn to Jesus? Um, and actually, so if you're watching this, I want to encourage you to do that. And actually, this, this story of the song really speaks into that as well. Um, from Through Christ the Rock massively speaks into that. And it's been uh, played on national radio and, and stuff like that. And uh, you've, got, you've got a couple of songs that have got Holy Water out as well, um, which has got tens of thousands of views on uh, listens on Spotify. Um, how, how many are up to the moment? Yeah, I think, well, I, th- I think that one's about 60,000 now. Um, I mean, that, that's just been incredible that... Um, just to see something that's kind of birthed in your, in your own house, in your, you know, for, for me, it was just sort of sitting down. I wrote that, that song entirely on my own in about half an hour in the lounge with my guitar out in a kind of personal worship time to see that kind of suddenly hit like different continents across the world um, and people um, making faith commitments through listening to, to, your, to my music has, has just been an incredibly humbling experience. And yeah. yeah beyond my wildest dreams again god takes something the, the little that i have to offer and multiplies it that's awesome yeah so you, um we'll put john how you can connect with jono personally as well um on the screen uh, instagram facebook um jono peatman music on youtube i believe um yeah. and yeah also check out some of the stuff that Cinti's in lancaster are doing um some awesome worship stuff coming out of there as well um but yeah no thanks so much jono uh, we're actually gonna jono's gonna uh, has recorded uh, christ rock especially for us uh, at heart in the home and uh, so we're going to go straight into that um so thanks so much Johnny. great to have you as part of part in the home um and yeah let's uh, tune into this and listen uh, to christ the rock 